Hey guys, here at Master and Debaters, we like to joke around, but when it comes to today's debate, it's no laughing matter. We've all seen the stories, the heroes always come out on top, and villains are left in the dust. But have you ever stopped to think about the other side of the story? These are characters who have been labeled as evil, but is that really fair? They have their own motives, their own stories, their own pain. We don't often consider the humanity of villains, but they too have their struggles. They too have been hurt, betrayed, and misunderstood. Now we're not saying that every villain is a hero in disguise, but perhaps if we took the time to understand their stories, we might find that there's more to them than meets the eye. So the next time you see a villain on screen, don't dismiss them as purely evil. Take a moment to consider their perspective, to imagine the pain and the passion that drives them. Who knows? You might just find yourself rooting for the other side. Villains, they're not always what they seem. We're master and abaters, and we approve this message. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Someone just crashed their car. You don't think your hardest punch could kill a toddler in a wheelchair? So nothing worse than when you go to unwrap a condom and it's a pepper. The best cut of the chicken is the dinosaur part. I want to try heroin. Fuck the Beatles. I am the most physically imposing of the group. I feel like I can sit in a dark room with my own thoughts for quite a while. I'm the best MacGyver that I know. Fucking Captain Crunch is going to hurt the group here. <laughs> is it wrong if it's out of love and respect to eat you? We do fucking roast beef. I know we're dumb, but we're not bad. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how long my mom and dad have sex for. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to Master and Debaters, the show with soft topics, hard opinions. We answer all of life's great questions every week in about 45 to 55 minutes. I'm Puck. I'm Alex. I'm Spencer. And tonight's topic is villains who might actually be the good guys. You have to forgive us if we're a little rusty. It's been a couple weeks since we've recorded. I think we're yeah. all kind of fucking up. <laughs> we uh, we took a couple weeks off, some a little intentional time with our gals, some work time, which I wish we didn't all have to do. Shout out to Megan. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Jess. <laughs> <laughs> ah, me too. Ah! <laughs> hey, Miley. Shout out, babe. No, you don't get more time. <laughs> <laughs> don't make this about you. Uh, it feels good to be back in yeah, here. It feels guys. really good to be back recording. Back on our bullshit, everybody. Yeah. Hot, hot girl summer. Let's go. Always and forever. <laughs> Spring break. Spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, how are you, man? I'm good. I uh, was a little hungover today. Me and Jess had like a date night that kind of just turned into just a random night of events. We went to dinner and that was our only plan. We went to this little sushi place uh, over off Fatherland. Um, but then we ended up going to Attaboy, running into Owen, who invited us to a show that he was sponsoring. Then we went uh, across the street to the uh, Mead place, where Quint was celebrating his birthday, and of course we ended up at Lakeside. Shout out, Quint! Happy Shout birthday, birthday Quint! Happy birthday! Yeah. My car's older than you. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> um, for him or for us? <laughs> for Alex, Alex only, not us. <laughs> Uh yeah, and then we Irish goodbye and we're like hammered drunk at midnight, but it was it was really fun. I had a good time. Hell yeah. How about you, buddy? Dude, I've been good. Uh I'm gearing up. I've had a lot of emo night gigs recently. Did like a private birthday party the other day that was all emo themed. Um 
Super fun. Getting ready for, I've got a big weekend coming up. And I guess by the time the listeners are hearing this, it will have actually happened. Hell yeah. So the last two days <laughs> I've got uh, my big show at Marathon Yeah, what a Music great Works. show that was, man. Dude, it was It was epic. so sick. Like, dude, hell all, yeah, one year anniversary. Did you see that like crazy fucking shit that happened while I was on stage? Yeah, yeah, was yeah that so... one guy did that one thing. It was weird. It yeah. was great. Uh, no, but uh, shout out to I can't the believe homies. Taking Back Sunday did an entire, <laughs> like the whole band was there. It was crazy. They sounded great. Uh, but no, so it's going to be a really fun weekend. And uh, if you're listening to this and you were there, I appreciate you. Thank you for your support. Uh, I hope you had a good time. But yeah, it's been a good couple weeks. Lots of work, lots of emo nights, uh, lots of sunshine. I can't complain. How about you, Puck? I'm good, man. I've been, uh, I've been fucking working my ass off but uh fucking just really happy to like have an intentional day off with the homies yeah i miss D&D you guys. after this yeah it just feels yeah. good to be back here like we just had you know life happens and it's just nice to come back and just have a moment where we just kind of stare at each other over laptop screens yeah. and intentional time with your best friends intentional illuminated by friends. the light of the laptop oh i missed it <laughs> oh i missed it no, it's good, man. Uh, nothing crazy to report, though, so let's just fucking get into the episode. Let's bury our our teeth in this meat. Hell yeah. So this week we're doing uh, villains that are heroes. We did uh, heroes that are villains a couple weeks ago, and I want to talk about my favorite villain right off the bat with one snap of a finger. Oh, I knew this was going to go. <laughs> I know that's going to start off. I relate so hard. I'm talking about Thanos. Uh, what a beautiful Thanos. Yeah, well, sorry, I there. sorry, my Midwest. Forgive me. <laughs> I like to make my A's into E's. It's and... pronounced Thanos. Uh, hey, Gate Spencer, be careful. Your Midwest is showing. Yeah, <laughs> typically is. All right, state your story. I think we'll honestly. I think we'll have some sort of like agreement. I don't know if I totally agree, but I want to hear the if if in real life. I could, with the snap of a finger, eliminate 50%. I, I love you listeners. I love you guys. Miley, I love you. To my family that listens, I love you. I would snap but my fingers you. so fucking quickly just to get rid of half the people because there's a lot of stupid people out here on planet Earth, and I'm ready for y'all to disappear. Because that's just it. You're not That's kill- your argument is that you're, the you're people not- are fucking, like, there's people that aren't worth keeping around? Yeah, 100%. Uh-uh. <laughs> Your no. argument is selfish no. right now. I want to no. know why you think no, Thanos no, that, is that, a, that's a is villainous a argument. Okay, so why Thanos is is right and why he's actually a hero is because if you look at the broad, you know, the perspective of it is that we're we're wasting, not wasting, but using our resources more than because we have so many people on planet Earth, and that's the shitty part of the argument right there because. So here's the thing. You can eliminate half the people or with that same power, you can just double the resources. Yeah, but there again, it goes back to my first argument. Get rid of half the stupid people out there. <laughs> you don't get to pick. What if every I single know. person no, 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 snapped no, 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 were doctors no. and fucking pilots? Because that no, the ratio of you don't how get many to people pick are who doctors. Leaves. No, I know you don't get to pick who leaves, but let's just say 50% gone, right? Yeah. What if it was I, well, even just if by 10, sheer mathematical even probability, if, it was just the best people, all the it, best people, and it's nothing but the assholes. But left. what about mathematical probability that it's all the worst people? Oh yeah, we're we're math. 
<laughs> you're mad. Okay. I'm, I'm just saying. No, that... there is a chance. And I honestly think more than doctors or pilots, I think fucking uh, blue collar day workers is worse. Yeah. Essential workers. Your, your fucking systems break down. You don't have guys taking out your half. I mean, imagine half of the staff uh, taking your trash every week is gone. Dude, they already don't take my trash I mean, half the time. I mean, we all saw what it looked like post-snap. It wasn't a good place to be. Yeah. I I mean... He did nothing. He didn't help anybody. It's a very exaggerated version, but I think of like the movie I Am Legend, where Will Smith has New York City to himself. I picture the world, it's just much more natural that there are wildlife that, like I said, the water is healthier. There's not as much sewage. There's not as I, much trash. I get, no, I get There's the not, I get the reasoning of that, but I'm I can I'm, still get toilet paper at the grocery store. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out like what what's your argument for that he's an a, he's a hero because like Puck said, you could use the same power to just double resources. Just make the planet. There's twice not as enough big. room to double the resources. Our, our you can make the planet bigger. He could no. like he like he could yeah. literally warp reality. To make it better. That's so much more difficult, though. It's not. It's a snap of a finger, you bro. You are doing the world a favor. Okay. I don't see how. It didn't seem like he did anybody a favor. I think your argument right now is just how you want you. If you had the Infinity Gauntlet, you would snap away half yeah. uh, yeah, of it. 100%. A fucking person that doesn't like people. It's like, yeah, no, that's, that's, that sounds, seems like a good idea. Let's just snap off half the world. I, d- I just don't think like realistically I like I, like it's just gonna it it's gonna cause more problems than profits. That's no, you're not gonna make money off that. But. <laughs> profits. <laughs> I have words, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I like if if you could do it with like a with a with a you know, which actually he could have done. He could have chosen to get rid of all of the bad people, but he but he said it had to be random. He actually did have the ability to disappear who he wanted to disappear but for him to consider it impartial he had to allow the universe to decide who was going away and i think but with, with the that, power that he had clearly he could make anybody go away with that impartialism if that's a word i just made it one if it isn't uh with that impartialism you do it gives more people opportunity like let's say these corrupt CEOs of corporations, they disappear and someone else has to, to step in and they Those have a better view. Are falling apart. Not necessarily. Absolutely. No, not necessarily. You lose, let's just say you lose a CEO, you could easily have someone who you knows. You can always what's going easily on. replace a CEO because CEOs aren't good people and they do nothing for anybody. But that's what I'm saying. You could have someone then step in that would actually be better for a company. I get all of these. No, all of these arguments are logical, but I don't understand how that makes him the hero of that story. And I feel like, does that make sense? He also made half of my favorite or least favorite Avengers disappear. So that's fine (laughs) too. All right. I think you're just you're you're biased towards the man. Or I guess is he a man? He's He's a a, he's he's a a titan. Purple people eater. Yeah. Wait, is that that uh, Sophie Tucker song? Does he, does he have, does he have, that's does purple he have a purple penis too? All right, let's, all right. Let's, let's go. Let's go blue collar. One. Let's go blue collar. I have I have a weird one. Okay, okay bring it. Uh, and it's not necessarily like hero versus villain, but it is the antagonist and protagonist. And I think the roles should be reversed. And that's SpongeBob SquarePants and Squidward. God. Oh, whoa, what? Whoa. What? Yeah. 
No, Plankton is the villain in SpongeBob SquarePants. I had Plankton on my list. No, no, I know. I'm uh, I'm saying just uh, that's why I'm saying it's more protagonist antagonist, not hero villain. Is that Squidward is painted in a negative light the entire series? Correct. That's fair. I think this falls into the parameters of the argument. It does. Is that is that fair? I could choose something else. Make your argument. No, I like it. I like it. SpongeBob sucks. Minimum wage paid man. Who is just well, trying to. We don't know not- how this socioeconomic status of bikini bottoms operates. First off, you might be able to, like, they might be as uh, socialism and you might be able to make a living wage as a burger flippers. He clearly <laughs> seems pretty happy. I mean, the owner just wants to pinch pennies every fucking which yeah, way he uh, can. Yeah, Mr. Krabs is absolutely a capitalist. <laughs> yes. So he's getting paid minimum wage. He obviously suffers from depression and sometimes just wants to be left alone and live his life. And, and his you have the two loudest, most obnoxious, invasive creatures possible. I mean, can you imagine having a neighbor even close to what SpongeBob SquarePants is? No. I mean, you, can you imagine what, having a house Puck, that looks like your face? Puck, you used to live next to Alex, so tell us how that was. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the laugh, can't you? <laughs> Goddamn SpongeBob SquarePants. Fucking, fucking, between him. <laughs> Between him and Jess, just SpongeBob and Patrick next door. Oh my god! Okay, yeah. How was it like? It, it, it was great. You guys are my best friends. I, like <laughs> I, 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 I think of the relationship. I like if you're SpongeBob, I'm definitely the Patrick. Uh, yeah, that's fair. But I'm like, <laughs> am I plankton? <laughs> he just wants to play clarinet. He just wants to relax and sunbathe in he his wants yard. To paint, you know. He wants to and dance. He just and wants paint. to do He's some basic shit. He just wants to just live his life. And he's painted as this like asshole who's always just a curmudgeon. I, mean, I, I, I think that's a, a like a common uh, trope used in in storytelling is like if you have like a protagonist that's meant to be like pure naivety, like excitement and Energy, all this, like yeah. anybody that even impedes that in any fashion is the bad guy, right? Like, and we talked about it in the heroes that are villains, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Yeah, like, yeah, like, the, like the, the principal's just trying to do his fucking job, man. And that's how I feel like that's kind of why I kind of related to SpongeBob. So I, I, I don't make him necessarily like I said. It's not hero versus villain, but it's antagonist I, well, protagonist. No, I, kind I, of I issue. think there are episodes where Sp- like Squidward is mildly villainous. He tries to like like hurt SpongeBob in ways and prevent him from achieving his goals. So I mean, like he can be antagonistic in ways. He's not as like pure evil as. Uh, Plankton is, but you said you were going to bring up Plankton, so yeah, let's let's hear what you were going to say. I mean, I was he's for sure a villain. Like, I, so I, I just had it on my list because I didn't fully have an argument for Plankton other than he is sheer evil. I mean, he has yeah. a song, you know, F is for fire to burn down the whole town. F is for fire. U is for uranium. Let's make a bomb. Uranium <laughs> bomb. I didn't want to it say the B for word. No on. survivors <laughs> down here in the, the deep, deep blue sea. <laughs> Still one of the best songs on a TV show ever. Oh, and actually um, close. Uh, one of our DJs sets that with that the other day. <laughs> it was the <laughs> best for friends song. I love that so much. Oh my god. Okay, so Plankton. Uh, your, just your just the fact that he is hero or sheer evil. He's always but looking to take over the world. Didn't they do an episode where but... like it, like it went into the backstory of crabs and Plankton? And like they were like buddies, and then Mr. Krabs 
like stole the recipe out from underneath Plankton, essentially. If that's and, a true episode in SpongeBob Nerds, please enlighten us. Then a hundred percent Plankton I, is the hero. I swear to God, this wasn't just like a fever dream. I know I've seen an episode where Mr. Krabs and Plankton were like partners in starting a burger franchise. And somehow Mr. Krabs fucked over Plankton, and Plankton was left to his own devices. Then absolutely. If that is true, it's absolutely true. I mean, I'm going to Google it, and we'll come back to it if I find the answer. But I, I think Plankton just gets a bad rap because he's Plankton. Like, he's the lowest of low in, in the ocean, so to speak. So he's automatically just ruled out as he can't be successful, he can't be anything. And that has... That's what's turned him to be as evil as he is. <laughs> what would you find? <laughs> I just look. I was looking up. Did Mr. Krabs screw over Plankton? And the results. The I first feel like results you got are a weird. Porn. Did, did Mr. Krabs kill Pearl's mom? Because you never see Pearl's mom. <laughs> oh, I have a theory about Pearl that's really funny. And then uh, one shortly after Welcome that is Mr. Krabs out. overdoses on ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the weird Pearl thing is like Pearl is not. <laughs> It's not Mr. Krabs' daughter. It's his no. sugar baby. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Because she calls him daddy a lot, but always just wants money. <laughs> He's never like... Anyways. And just like Krabs, she can't get rid of him. <laughs> okay, so Best Frenemies it was the name of the episode. Okay. Um, they... Uh... Oh, so shit. it does. it well, does exist. Yeah, it yeah. does. We we don't need a deep dive. Yeah, that okay. Hard we, the, this is now a SpongeBob yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a we'll SpongeBob podcast. For a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll we'll put um, it in the box. <laughs> so, what, what you got? The the there. Oh, fuck. Blah 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 blah. Man, I'm not using words good today. Uh, King Kong. King Kong is presented as the villain. In at least his original story, I think Peter Jackson's version, you, you are allowed to find the sympathy in him a little bit more, a little quicker on. Yeah. And, it, and it's kind of a tragic tale at the end. But King Kong was a creature that was lived on an island that was invaded by anthropologists. Fuck me, Anthropological dude. scientists. Yeah, there we go. Anthropologists. Uh, just minding his own business, protecting his island. And then was uh, lured, kidnapped, shipped across the world to be put on display for a bunch of fucking rich dickheads. And then breaks out, destroys half of New York City, and is eventually killed. Uh, it's a pretty tragic fucking story. That I mean, when you put it out like that, I'm like, yeah, he's not a villain in any way whatsoever. No, he is no. just a fucking primate and like, trying and like to the, survive. Like the, the newer versions of him, I think, explore that better. Um, like... Uh, uh, what was it? Kong Skull Island. Yeah, uh, where like Jack Black's in it. Those no, ones. no, no, no that, that's, that's the, the Peter, Peter Jackson. Jackson one. I'm talking about the one with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Oh. Kong Skull Island, where okay. it's like set uh, post Vietnam War, and uh, it's John Goodman's. Have you seen that movie? I have not seen it's that one. Holy actually shit! Really, really uh, all star cast: Michael Fassbender, uh, Samuel L. Jackson, John, John Goodman. Goodman. Uh, uh, John Goodman. John C. Riley's in it. Okay. Um, incredible movie. But it's basically like a uh, like this is their last chance to explore this island, um, because the they're getting driven out of Vietnam. So they uh, these scientists get some um, 
uh, uh, Vietnam Vietnam veterans to come help them out on this like, exploration of the island. Um, and Samuel L. Jackson's kind of the villain in that one. Um, fucking awesome movie. But yeah, I mean, it's just like that. That one never sat right with me. Where it's just like, yeah, it, it it's but really it, he... it, it's just an allegory for abuse of animals, really. But how is he a hero? Like, well, so like, so like in that one specifically, and in later stories of Kong, Kong is an ancient being that is a protector being of his world. the The natives there do not see him as a threat. He is there to protect them from the other giant monsters that live on the island. And in the classic King Kong story, he is protecting his island from an invasive group, Western explorers, Western anthropologists that see him as a cash grab opportunity to present to the world. So they then, and like he even is like sympathetic where like he develops a bond with the woman, the female protagonist in the story and like carries her up to the top of the uh, empire state building, but is always protecting her from like, you know, the, the airships trying to shoot him down. Yeah. And when he falls, I mean, he's holding her and he protects her, and like cushion like dies with her in his hands, but cushions the blow and she doesn't die. Like he was forced into a situation, reacted because he was taken from his home that he was there to protect, dies in New York where he was brought to. Uh like well, you know, what like, what would any of us do if like, you know, someone just someone busted in this podcast room right now and was like, We're taking you and grab you, and you fucking like you're gonna fight to get back to Miley. I mean, that's a good point. If you bring up like a relationship in it, like if it, and there's plenty of fucking other movies where the hero is the dude who goes and saves the girl from whatever situation. I mean, I, 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 I would say that kind of makes Kong a hero or at least he died a hero's death. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if like, if, if you put, because he's a giant ape, it changes the story, but let's just say that's a human being. Now he's just kidnapping because he's still kidnapping uh, i can't think of her name the he doesn't, actual he doesn't kidnap her she he she does. has a she she has a relation She's... she is used to lure him out of his home and it's like it's a sacrificial thing but he doesn't kill her he develops a bond with her and they use her to lure him out of his home take him to another fucking world essentially and then just like poke and prod him and chain him up and be like, look he at also, the giant monkey, blah, 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 blah. But also on the island, he tries to remove the woman from her world. So she she essentially becomes a captive on his island. So he's doing the same thing that basically everyone else is doing, that the humans are doing to Kong in New York City. When they're on his turf, he's allowed to do it, but once we bring I, no, hey, city. guess what? I I, I, th- I I think there is an argument to be made that when someone is invaded invading your world, you didn't ask them to come to that fucking island. They came to that island and started fucking with your shit, and you respond in kind. You're like, hey, fuck you. I'm taking this one. I mean, it's like, like <laughs> it's like you said, if you would kidnap someone and hold them prisoner if they broke into your house. Yeah, you you are. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to. I, I'm just trying to say that on on his island, it seems like it's okay because there again, it, it, and every story of Kong is different. Like they all have different storylines. Cheers, that, boys. Cheers. Good to be back Salute. in the studio. Yeah, with you. good to be back doing shots. 
I get I get your but argument, but I think it's mostly. I, I'm, I'm in no support of obviously taking animals captive. I'm removing uh, that from it. That if it was a human very, being, very strategic of you. <laughs> <laughs> Soft topics, hard opinions. All right, yeah. that's we're not we're not going into the hard topics here. I, I yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. I I don't I don't see where Kong can be a hero. Um, yeah. He absolutely is a hero. I'll give him the hero's death. He, it, pr- it, he protects I, his people from the other also, villainous animals on the island. He would absolutely crush whatever that woman's name is. I can't think of her fucking name. He would absolutely crush her falling from the Empire State Building. She would be dead. There's no way you can cushion oh, that, that blow. That, that's the suspension of disbelief, not the giant monkey. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. where, like, it's like, okay, I draw the line here. Yeah, there's a 100-foot animal that lives somewhere on a on a remote island occupied by monsters. But hey, if this woman fell off of a 200-foot building, she wouldn't survive in this monkey's hands. 100%. Okay, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever caught an egg? You ever played the egg tossing game? There's a way to maneuver your body and your hands and your arms. Yeah, 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 but not at that velocity that's falling. If falling and you jump. Yeah, that's an immediate death. (laughs) 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 They have disproven that multiple times. You're supposed to lay All right, down. Give us, give us a real hero versus or villain that is a the hero. Uh, so, uh, are you familiar with the movie Cabin in the Woods? I love that movie. One of the best horror movies out there. I'll argue that. You're, you not you're seen not? it? Uh-uh. Oh my god! I don't really do horror slasher. Uh, I it, mean, so should, should we give a quick synopsis yeah, of it then? Quick and spoiler alert for those of you that haven't seen Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, First skip ahead about five ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is basically it's Chris Hemsworth as he's like the biggest name in the movie, but essentially uh, it's these five is it five teenagers five teenagers, teenagers yeah yes. or I guess young adults uh, and they get sent to hence the name a cabin in the woods they don't uh, get sent there, or not they, sent but they choose to go they, to a cabin they in the choose woods. to go to a cabin in the and woods it, it's the classic archetype of like you have a nerd you've got a jock you've got a slut you've got a you know like. There's like a, you've got a stoner. They it, all kind of play different parts that are very stereotypical of horror movies. Cool. But basically, there is, and this is who I'm going to say is the actual hero, even though they are pictured or painted as the villains in the movie. They're called the Corporation, and it is this group, almost like a government group, but it's not government. Um, that I think those are called militia. They sacrifice these. They sacrifice these teenagers, young adults to basically going through horror movie style deaths. There's a lot of like horror movie tropes definitely throughout this. Uh, and they make fun of a lot of other horror movies, but they sacrifice these five young adults to basically keep these other much larger gods of the world from destroying the whole entire world. Oh, so ba- basically the idea is that every horror movie ever made was the sacrifice of youth to keep old gods at bay. That's a real, I want to see is, it now. That seems and like- they, And they bring dude, in and every it, horror movie. It, it, it is hilarious. Yeah. And also like violent and scary. Yeah, very gory. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. That's, uh, and I get why that would be like the hero. Cause it's like, the, it's honestly the trolley problem. Do you yeah. sacrifice yeah. these five? It absolutely. So is that the, trolley problem. the population of the earth is safe. Yes. So that that would be that's that's why I brought it up yeah. is they very much the whole time and they they go through you know villains deaths they 
they yeah, kill and they, a lot they, of they, the they paint them as off. villains because like they, they are somewhat callous about it. So like they're like um, the, there are corporations all over the world that are all doing the same thing to ensure that one of them gets it right. So like the the American team is like watching footage of like the Japan team. And like the Japan team had a bunch of like school, like school children in a room that like performed some sort of ritual to stop the ghost uh, from killing them. Um, but the idea is that so like there, there's constantly um, things put in their path like they have to want this. So like when they go to the cabin in the woods, they eventually find that there's a basement full of all sort of arcane objects and they have to choose which object and that object is related to the monster that is eventually going to try and kill them. And, and the corporation is also controlling everything. They're controlling so like, every, it's like they, a, like a Truman show almost sort of deal. Yeah. Fucking hunger games trolley problem. It yeah, is. yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's man. honestly one of the like best there, movies there's out the, there. The, there's a f- really funny scene where they're all, the betting, betting scene? they're all betting they're all betting on on like what they're going to pick that kills them. And like one of like the main guys, so the the main guy for the corporation is played by the dad from Step Brothers, <laughs> um, and his like associate, I guess every like they imply that every year he puts all of his money on mer people, um, and like he's just like super bummed out when they pick like it was like hillbilly zombies is what ends up being the villains. They're which is to- like. You know, uh, and he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, Hill. there's nothing they, fucking yeah. original anymore. He's like, I'm never gonna see a fucking mer person, uh, or a, like a, <laughs> or a, mer, or a mermaid or something like that. You actually just uh, made me think of another villain in another movie based off one of the actors. Keep going. Oh, Sorry. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to look up his name to bring is it, it up. Is it Step Brothers? No, because the dad, the dad in that movie is right. <laughs> it's like, it, it's uh, no Billy uh, Madison. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, fucking what? Uh, what's well, I, um, I, yeah, I got one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poison Ivy from the DC Universe. She's she's always a villain and at best an anti-hero, right? Like works with Batman sometimes for the greater good. I can only think of Uma Thurman. I'm sorry. uh, I mean, think away, buddy. (laughs) Think away. But always a villain and does some like shitty things for sure. Yeah. But her end goal is basically... Along the lines of saving the environment, we need to have right. uh, a homo- homogenized like society that respects the environment, the planet, the plants. Right. And so she's doing really shitty things, but for like a really honestly noble and like what I perceive as like a true cause. It's kind of like you're saying with Thanos and all of the you know resources going away. Like her fight. And why I think she's actually the hero is she's fighting for those things, albeit maybe in the wrong way. I feel like it's too little too late, though, at least in Gotham. Like, the city's already too far gone. You have to cut your losses and, like, you know what you're up up against. Okay, buy plants? I I don't... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's not much greenery already in Gotham, so (laughs) cut your losses. Just walk around in your singlet and make some money doing that. Yeah, I mean, like, like she has like parallels to Thanos, where it's just like, yeah, like th- I'm trying to stop, I'm trying to save the world from itself, essentially. Exactly. Um, and yeah, like, you know, she does it in arguably wrong ways, but I think there are also stories where she's the hero as well. Like she, like she's one of the most sympathetic villains. Well, that's why I said, like, at best, an anti-hero. Like, yeah, she yeah. murdered that dude, but like, she also just saved this bus full of people. Like, yeah, by doing that, you know, yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, she inherently just doesn't want to like kill just for the sake of killing. You know, she's not the Joker. Um, which I mean, like, uh, there's v- different versions of every character. Like, uh, there's an argument to be made that Heath Ledger's Joker is. Oh my god, uh, I read that one and I liked it a lot. A, yeah. a hero actually, because his whole point is that like. Batman's the one that caused this, and I'm just the ultimate version of that. And I'm like, I need to prove that you are as crazy as I am. And I've already argued in the last one that I think Batman is a villain. So, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm well, not going to disagree with any of his uh, villain roster. Like, I, I don't think he's a good uh, hero. Yeah. I mean, there's another argument for Ra's al Ghul, too, that, you know, he was actually all by, you know, not the best methods, but he was working for the better. Yeah, I mean, I, I genuinely Gotham think City. I think I think Poison Ivy is at worst an antihero. That's that's fair, Puck. What you got next? What do I have next? I don't have an I don't have enough for Poison Ivy for me to like really argue because I'm not a huge Batman fan. Like I I. I I'm a big fan of the Christopher Nolan's. What's but. the what's the science? What do you call the scientist biologist? She's a biologist botanist, who basically isn't she? She's a botanist. Botanist. botanist okay, yeah. yeah. Plants. Botanist. That basically, she gets all her powers from. I mean, in a lot of the lore, I think it's her dad was a botanist and did a bunch of tests on her through botany. Um. So maybe this is a little too adjacent to our last conversation, but I think this is like an ex- a specific example. Uh, Darth Vader. Uh, in Star Wars, I thought you were fucking just covering. Your I thought hands you were surprised and excited. <laughs> oh no! Uh, like, like, so, like, we talk about like Anakin, stolen from his family, screwed over by everyone who Ever. was supposed to be helping him. Right, like the most powerful Jedi the world had ever seen. It was just like pulled left and right out the manipulated gate, manipulated like, for his power only. Uh, like knows his mother's dying and like fucking everyone just kind of like tells him to stop being a little bitch about it. Um, and he was stronger than any of like the Jedi masters. And they told him that he wasn't their equal, even though he was, um, and eventually just kind of like gets destroyed by his own power, essentially. I mean, so how's he the hero? Yeah. I get why he maybe is not the. Well, I mean, at the, at, at, at the end of the day, he does he he does turn it back around and he kills Palpatine. He's the like he he picks him up and fucking throws yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, like, yeah. like like I mean, Luke wasn't able to kill Palpatine, but Vader was. He he died the hero's death. I think that's like kind of where I was going with the same thing as Kong. Like he died a hero's death in the end. I, I don't think that qualifies for being a hero, though, just because you die a hero's death. So that means I can walk around to be the shittiest person ever, but right before I go, as long as I do one good thing. Yeah, I'm dude, a- it's called the hero's journey, man. That- <laughs> Cool, <laughs> dude. I, I yeah, There's I mean, a strong argument that I will make, and I don't want to get that dark on this podcast. But you could. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go there. Yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. There's plenty of serial killers who have turned their life around at the last moment, and that doesn't make them a hero's death just oh, because. I, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's fair. 
I mean, I, well, so you all right? So here's an argument. Like it, uh, it, it goes so, back so to the we argue that the Jedi's were the bad guys, right? Essentially, yes. Darth Vader was part of the reason that destroyed the Jedi Order. He brought balance to the Force by destroying all these guys with too much power that were basically just trying to control, like a bunch of space Catholics trying to control the universe. And Vader said, fuck you guys, you ruined my whole life and you are not good people. I'm going to destroy your whole corrupt order. And then, I mean, and then did that. That's a pretty good... If you're trying to be a hero, note for you villains out there trying to be a hero, maybe don't make a huge space base and call it the Death Star. It doesn't exactly... <laughs> I, he didn't build that. Other people Yeah, that did. was Palpatine. I, I know, but you're still a part of it, you know? He's a Jason. <laughs> I, I have another... De- de- I, mean, Death I have too many arguments. Bad. Maybe, maybe he was a double agent this. the whole time. He was just... He, he destroyed the Catholic Samurais, and then he's like, now I'm going to invade this other <laughs> order. And <laughs> and <laughs> ruin it from within. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, fucking yeah. All right. I'm gonna pause this. <laughs> My name is Nick Perrin, and I'm an actor, writer, and game master. And on Tabletop, I talk with an expert game master every week to find out the best ways to run amazing games and tell epic stories. Looking to start DMing? Or maybe you've been a game master for a long time and want to spice up your table? Then this podcast is for you. Tabletop is released on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And we're the hosts of Banter and Such. Each week we get together with the most interesting people that we know and talk about the things that we're generally interested in. Like movies. TV shows. Movies. Nostalgic childhood franchises. Movies. Urban legends. And sometimes movies. So check out Banter and Such anywhere you get podcasts. Banter, ampersand, such. Or banter and then the word and and then such. Or just banter and it fills in the rest automatically for you and you just click on it. Either way, it's called Banter and Such. Want to get into some BS with us? What do you guys think about one villain I thought of? Because uh, I was watching it the other night, the glacier from Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> He's just living. He gets a really bad rap, you know. Yeah. What, a, what a poor guy. He took a lot. He took out a lot of really shitty rich people. That's a hero. That's a hero's death. But DiCaprio. Honestly, that, the immigrant in, was. I, I, I mean, yeah, we 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 all know the debate that he. There was room. There for was sure. room. There was room on that door. Miss, yeah. Mythbusters he, proved it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's her fucking name in that movie? Rose Dawson. Rose, uh, Rose is the villain of Rose Titanic. McGowan. No, Rose. it's Dawson. She takes Dawson in the end. Yeah, technically she's Rose <laughs> Dawson at the end. Jesus. <laughs> Titanic episode coming soon. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. Heroes that are villains. Villains that are heroes. We don't know anymore. <laughs> We're talking about villains that are heroes. Villains that are actually maybe sympathetic. Might have a good reason for what they're doing. They might be the good guys. Um, so this one is a little bit more esoteric, and I don't know if I can functionally argue it, but I want to bring it up because I thought it was interesting. So there was a Russian author that wrote a book called The Last Ring Bearer that presents the Lord of the Rings from the perspective of Mordor, arguing that Mordor 
and the orcs and Sauron and all that were actually the good guys of that story. So this is kind of like fan fiction, right? Like it's not official canon, but like the it guy was a, it, wrote it, it, a it whole was, book. From it it the... was a book, yeah. Like it's not obviously not like sponsored by like the Tolkien family. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so basically, like the idea is that the Tolkien account is a history that was written by the victors. It is the story of the victorious. Like history is written by the victors, obviously, right? Yep. 100%. So the so his version describes Mordor as a peaceful constitutional monarchy on the verge of an industrial revolution, with all of like you know the 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 forges and everything that they're building like they're industrializing into a into a an army and a uh, uh, just a, like a, a kind of a, it's a higher advanced society kind yeah, of yeah 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 but but so that poses an a, a threat. To the world of man, which is just warmongering, the men are constantly interpersonally battling with one another. The elves are racist and want nothing to do with any other race, which we could obviously see between like Gimli and uh, <laughs> and uh, Legolas and Legolas. Like those guys are all like they hate each other because they're different races. They're fucking racist. Um, and they so like basically it's like an imperialistic faction supported by Gandalf. Uh, and basically like the like <laughs> like like. They, 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 the way he, they described it is like Gandalf's plan to like destroy the ring was the, the final solution for Mordorians, like the Mordorian problem by the elves. Like, uh, like the, you know, and I like, kind like, of I, fucking love that. Yeah. Like, I, I thought it was interesting. If nothing else, it's worth talking about. Obviously, from the perspective of Lord of the Rings, it's hard to kind of flip your brain to be like, well, maybe they're the good guys. Because they're all ugly and gross, and they live in a shitty place, and the elves are all pretty and stuff. But but, it, but if you think about it from the perspective story. of like, yeah, of course, this is the way they would describe themselves in a in a world where they won, right? Like the elves are perfect; they're without flaw, and like you know, they're noble and just. And our enemies are gross and ugly and scarred, and they live on rocks. I mean, that's just history in general. It is, and so like the idea that like, oh, maybe the the Mordorians had a perspective to tell that wasn't told from the point of the victors. I mean, honestly, a good example I have in real like fucking history is Alexander the Great, right? No, Alexander the Great, the victors write history. Those guys committed fucking atrocities and like conquered almost the entire continent. But he's Alexander the Great. He's a good guy. He's a victor. But he did really horrible fucking things to get it done. Right. Yeah. Sometimes. Have you guys ever heard the uh, like the uh, like the fan theory that um, three hundred is told from the like the whole thing is told by the perspective of the guy that like he sends to go back and get the armies and like it finishes with him talking. But the reason it's such an exaggerated movie with like, you know, overly ripped Spartans and all of the Persians are monstrous and gross because the entire thing was a story told by that guy. And then it finishes with him finishing the story in front of the army of Spartans ready to, charge the horse. Yeah, and he's Persians. just trying to inspire. And inspire the whole thing was just like his hype-up story yeah. to get everybody excited. Oh, I love that. I kind of like that Lord of the Rings perspective. I mean, obviously, it's it's hard to conceptualize because yeah. 
I've read all the books. I've seen all the movies, but you know, I have not. It's a little puzzling. To so me. this is like the horror thing for me. I don't. Yeah, you haven't seen any of the Lord's Ring. No, I've seen like the the original three. There's only three. No, there, I mean, no, no there's like got, the Hobbit. Yeah, there's like oh, six. No, there? we're talking about Lord of the Rings, and that's all that exists. Okay. Well, I still have never read the book. That's fine. Or books, whatever. whatever I, those I mean, are. yeah, I think I get what you're saying. It's hard to argue or like really talk about, but it is intriguing, and I kind of mm. love that fucking idea. Yeah. I want to read that book now. I think there is an English translation version of it. So, I mean, all speaking right. of killmongering. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a? Thank you. Like, do we have a really bad rim shot? Do we have uh, that's Killmonger in Black Panther? Oh my god! All right, present your case again. Similar to the Poison Ivy thing, like he does bad shit, but this is a man who was deprived of his proper inheritance because he's at, he actually as far as like kingdoms go is older than T'Challa and was yeah he was the son the... of T'Challa's older brother exactly yeah so technically he has the lineage to be the king um he gets abandoned by a super advanced civilization civilization to cover up a murder basically like you know, a spec ops operation. He was abandoned in America to be an American, even though he is Wakandan. Yeah. The, the things he fights for in that movie are how can you keep your such a advanced civilization a secret when there's atrocities and terrible things happening all over the world. And you guys have the technology to change that. That's, kind of his point he does it in a horrible way but and and at the end of the movie the hero t'challa actually does what warmonger was trying to get done in in a diplomatic way versus a militaristic way yeah yeah i guess one of my big arguments against killmonger i do understand the debate for why he is technically not a villain and would be more a hero is like my one big argument is how he doesn't want to share the technology with everyone. But I do think if something is sacred, like I'm very much under the too far gone, like too little, too late uh, mentality with a lot of these characters where it's like, if something's that sacred, we already know what the MCU in itself looks like in the world, in the MCU that it's, there's too many, too many people that, will do terrible things with that technology and with that power. So why, why would you fight to share that with anyone else? Like Wakanda should indeed keep that sacred and use it to what they believe is to be good and true. Question. Bring Did it. you just contradict yourself by calling Iron Man a villain? I still that's think exactly Iron what he does. You said he has all this technology and he keeps it secret from everyone, and you just argued against it. <laughs> no, that wasn't my argument on that. Anyways, no, I said no. That's not. We're not going to get into this. <laughs> Sorry, I just. I, to I, 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 I think this is something. That's, I mean, <laughs> you said he has the technology and he keeps it selfishly to himself to be a badass, right? I'm In, obviously okay. So here, here, here it is. <laughs> The difference is, is it was a, it's a secret with Wakanda. It is a secret. There's very few people that know about that technology that exists there. 
Iron Man is already out in the press. He's out in the open. I know. He's doing outlandish things. He and has technology that it. the government wants. Advanced technology that they're 20 years from even comprehending, correct? So that he has he has advanced technology that he doesn't want to give to someone like you said, government and in in the case that we're arguing now, Wakanda doesn't want to give to the rest of the world because they'll use it for bad, correct? I was I'm too busy burping. <laughs> are, are I'm you sorry. Okay? <laughs> we'll get Sometimes it's fun to just like watch you like wind you guys up and watch you go. <laughs> it's I was like, I it's like, my I, fault. I, I don't think I've said a word in this entire thing. I'm just like, man, I'm just gonna let these guys figure this out. It, there's still a difference to me, and I'm trying to think of the verbiage on it, which does not make it good for our podcast, but Iron Man is... No, we're going to sit here until you figure this out. <laughs> hey, everybody listening, you better fucking buckle up. This is going to be a two-hour episode. Always buckle up. If you're listening to us while you're driving, please buckle up. Um, no, Iron Man is it's still... He's... It, the the ego... Like That's just it. Like Wakanda doesn't have... They, they don't have the ego and the, the pompousness that Iron Man has. So I yes, I, the, I understand the, where it sounds contradictory. Contradictory. It's a word now. You heard it. I swear to God, we've written an really entire another that. dictionary in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we have just been really butchering the English language. Today. <laughs> we, that's obvious. We haven't recorded. Like, we, in a while, yeah, but. we've all just been sitting in a room by ourselves for the last two weeks, and then decided to just get back together and write a fucking episode. Um, okay, no, but f- going back to Killmonger, because I, I, we could argue about this all day. Yeah. But Killmonger, his intentions, his opinions, even in the end of its, of that movie, in the MCU, in that insignificant thing, he is basically proven correct and that his intentions were right. The way he went about it, obviously, not so much. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like the idea of the anti heroes. You know, I, I don't know how many antiheroes existed in like classic literature, but I think it's become more prominent in modern society where it's like, okay, the like the lawful hero can't get something done. So now we need an unlawful hero to get something done. Like where like this person's gonna do something that's necessary, but do it above the law and just do something to get it fucking done. I mean, that's like, that's a f- what vigilante means in a, in Yeah. No, that's just what it means. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like Killmonger. I think I really wanted him to come back from the dead and yeah, they, 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 I really they, did. They, he was dead, dead. Also like that, the end of that movie is like the worst fucking battle of any. It, it's one of the worst. It probably the worst death in any MCU. It's like the no, battle. Throw throw no. me in the ocean. That was pretty bad. All right, what do we got <laughs> next? <laughs> speaking speaking of throwing things, uh, dead and in the ocean. Let's throw yeah, this yeah, one. So in. Fucking talk about dead. Speaking air. of throwing things, we'll talk about baseball. Okay. Uh, Beast from the Sandlot. Which- oh yes. The whole time he is painted as this terrible, and obviously is Beast the, the dog is the dog. Yes, okay. So he's basically King Kong. He's, he's just trying to protect his backyard and has been old, vilified. He's just a big old fluffy puppy who's gonna mush his face. Yeah, but he's the villain this whole time. When actually he didn't, he didn't actually care that much. 
and I want to, you know, side note, he ended up kind of being the coach of this team. He brought all these little boys together and made them, you know, band together. <laughs> it's not a fucking Air Bud. <laughs> hey, he uh, scored like 30 points in one game, okay? Okay. Yeah, you got to feel bad for that rival. I saw, I saw a, like, a really, a really, it was like a really funny like TikTok video. It was like... Like a dad driving it, his I, son That's the home. one I saw. He's like, I saw that too. 32 points? He's, <laughs> you he's let a dog. Basketball he's a dog. <laughs> I think I've seen that one too. And then I saw the next one where they did the uh, the Airbud 2 or it was the football one and same thing. Uh, no, I just, I, I think the Beast, and even as a kid, like it made me fearful. It That one actually, I think, made dogs fearful to actual kids and- what are you? Oh, you're giving us a time. Sorry. I'm just watching you wait. I wasn't looking around. at you, Spencer. That's why I <laughs> was trying to figure out what the fuck you were doing. Um, like, you yeah, guys learned sign language in the two weeks off. And you're I saying he was vilified and also <laughs> made an enemy. I to mean, from the point a, of perspective of a, of a child, a giant dog is terrifying. But he wasn't actually that giant. Wasn't That's, he a mastiff? He was a fucking bull mastiff. Not that giant to a fucking <laughs> ninety pound child looking at a hundred and fifty pound dog. That's yeah, scary. I suppose that was I also suppose. like didn't that come around the time as Cujo did? Uh yeah, almost. I think with like I I agree with you on this one. I think I, again, dog, I don't dogs think he's are never the villains. I think he if he's, almost if he's and a he did hero, almost die the heroes, heroes the hero's death, death when he got crushed by the fence. Um. I'll say I don't. I mean I don't know if he's like the hero of the story, but like he's definitely not the villain he's portrayed to be. He's just yeah. He's just an animal that is protecting his it's space. His, it, well, it's also his instincts of it's a fucking ball. He's and gonna go play with it's the ball. a ball. Dogs like balls. Yeah, and he's taking something from someone else huh? and claiming it as his own. Correct. Yeah, you ever seen a dog with the that's ball? King that's Kong. His, that's his, that's his, <laughs> <laughs> the baseball is the woman in King Kong. <laughs> <laughs> We've and come once, full circle. Once the beast left his backyard and got out onto the baseball diamond, he has every right to be captive of the baseball team. <laughs> All, right. All right. On that note, did you guys have any other like random weird ones? On I your, mean, I feel uh, like list? a really famous one that I just want to like touch on very quickly is Magneto. Yeah, I, I think we left some of the big names off just for the sake of... Yeah, I mean, he's a Holocaust survivor, so he literally is part of a marginalized group that was... He's double marginalized. He's a mutant and a... Holocaust. I know, that's and what I'm Jew. saying. Like, So his point, which is kind of like weird, is he becomes a genocidal bigot to protect his kind, which kind of like is mind-fucking when you think about it, because that's what he survived. I, mean, I think that's kind of the point, is that... He becomes what he hates, and like him and Charles Xavier are like aligned, and then he becomes radicalized and yeah, goes off kind of into a different path. But yeah, do you have anything, Puck? I had a bunch. I uh, Dra- uh Draco Malfoy. I I've seen this one. I have. Yeah, he's like like you know, I mean he he was raised by bigoted parents, so he's a product of his parents. So inherently, he's a bit of a little dickhead. But also, like, this kid that comes from nothing, that, you know, has this reputation that he did nothing to earn, comes in and, like, you're, like, your whole entire school is, like, fuck you, Slytherin. You guys are pieces of shit. Like, 
He was like, the hat literally put me in here, guys. Like, I didn't choose to be in here. I feel like it's that, a whole Karate Kid conversation like the, over again. Like, the hat put me in here. I know nothing about Harry And then, like, like, just every, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, Potter, a thousand points to Gryffindor, because you said thank you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, everybody's just like, 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 punching down on Slytherin and then just, like, sucking Gryffindor's nuts. It's like, of course you're going to be a little fucking asshole. And then at the end of the movie, you reject your bigoted parents and switch sides to be a good guy. Like, you was a good guy all along. Yeah, I yeah. mean, what do you got? So I got a bunch of random ones. So I had Magneto. Uh, I've got Loki. I think that's a pretty common one that people would argue. Yeah. Um, Godzilla, but... We touched on King Kong. I feel like Godzilla is similar in a lot of aspects. Yeah, of, he, he, he's a hero Although he's character. respected by some people. He, he is he monstrous. He, he, he is a monster. He's yeah. monstrous, but is inherently a protector. Um, I had the dinosaurs from Jurassic Park because- They did nothing wrong. They did nothing wrong. They just dinosaured. That's why we should not, you know, try to Life finds dinosaurs a way. like they're trying to do right now. Uh, I did have the glacier from Titanic because I was ready to make that argument. That's but so funny. We'll, we'll save that for its own episode. Uh, I had Dom Toretto from the original Fast and the Furious. I mean. Because he is, it, at villain. least in that one, he is the villain in that movie. But I feel like, I mean. Fam. Family. <laughs> have you guys watched the trailer for the new Fast and Furious movie? Yeah, it says I family like 16 I, he times. Said, he said, he like, like, it's like, is, it, is he inside on the joke now or is he, is it that oblivious? I think as a production, they are now inside on the joke and want to. But you want to be it. taken, like, it's not a comedy. Like, you can't say, present such a serious trailer and then also say family 10 fucking times. I think it's a meta joke. Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. The last one I want to say is the wicked witch of the wicked witch. Wicked witch of wish. Worcestershire. Yeah, oh yeah. What what is this argument? You guys both were talking about it. What Dorothy kills her sister. And no, 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 takes her sister's shoes before and the body is her dead. If you're, she asked no, no, her no, no, for no. the shoes no. back, and she says no. All right, this episode's going to go a hair longer than normal. <laughs> we're touching on this shit. We're not going to. No, she didn't purposely drop her house on her sister okay it, i won't call it, it murder i'll call it manslaughter okay manslaughter she the house lands on the sister which dorothy has zero control over we should be going after the tornado not after dorothy <laughs> secondly once you're dead i'm allowed to do i i can take whatever i want from if you. i manslaughtered someone in a car accident and i go into the car take their shoes and drive away? If you need shoes? That's a crime. If you need shoes. <laughs> well, no. So Glenda the Good Witch, quote unquote, is also <laughs> present in the per, uh, in the, the gaining of said shoes. And the Wicked Witch shows up and is like, those are my sister's shoes. Give me the shoes. And Glenda's like, no, you're ugly and green. I'm going to give it to this total stranger. And then she just goes off on her silly quest with with a pair of shoes that she like. It's like you're you just get dropped into a fantasy world and you murdered somebody and you just were like, well yeah, like it's it's murder. Like like they like she doesn't care at all that she killed somebody. That's my point. I'm not making the Wicked Witch the hero because I do I do not in any way think she is. I think her vendetta is valid. I think she's pretty sick. 
I, I don't think, like a whole it, army but it's not, monkeys, it's not directed tight. at the right, in the right direction. You're going after Dorothy when you should be going after Glinda. That's not fair to Dorothy. Like that's why, why is not Dorothy a good the person? How, how is she not a stay, good person? Stay at the scene of the accident till the cops <laughs> arrive. Okay. That's called a hit and run. We represent. You, you show up, you're like, guild, you're like, you're like, oh, everybody, guild, everybody around you is like, oh, that was a bad person. Thank <laughs> God you landed on them. You don't ask any questions. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm a fucking hero. There's actually like a lot of psychological shit that are like psychology classes, like a lot of famous. There's a, there's a lot of shit with like. <laughs> oh, I, we don't need to get that. Uh, the the last one I had was uh, I can't remember his full name, um, John the the villain from all the Saw movies, the guy who sets up all the traps, because he Saw. actually never kills anyone, and he's taking terrible people and trying to put them through life changing events to better themselves. I mean, it's so, so he's what, actually what, kind what, of a hero. Didn't Tyler Durden do that too? I think Tyler Durden's one I saw come up. Oh, Fight he's, Club. Yeah, he's just trying to destroy the the Yeah, he, he's taking out the all the corrupt that that kind of constrain all of us to our yeah. everyday existence. And it's also like Brad Pitt, like it's hard to look at a man like that and be upset. Well, let's break these train these ch- <laughs> break these chains. <laughs> all right, guys, they can't all be winners, <laughs> but that's the show. <laughs> We're all going to go die a hero's death right now. Yeah. yeah. Please hey, applaud it. You at know the end what, man? We tried. Uh, <laughs> Someone drop a house on us, please, and take uh, my shoes. Yeah, if you would like, <laughs> if you would like to check out our shoes or more of our content, uh, or maybe our feet, maybe we'll start dropping feet pics. Hey, out, actually, out the house, social media. If a house falls on us, you are allowed to take this dope hat. Take that this I'm, hat. I'm wink, wink. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out Nashville Custom Hats. Yeah, Nashville Custom Hats. We got Master and Abater hats. They're fucking beautiful. They're sexy. They look good on everybody's heads. Yeah. And you should get one and put it on your head. And support us for our bullshit. Yeah, yeah. support this art form that we're tr- clearly still figuring out. Um, <laughs> but no, seriously, they did an amazing job. They're crisp. They're clean. They're fresh. They're waiting for your head. Put your head inside one. Master Innovator's Hats at theheliosnetwork.com. You can also go there to check out more of our sister shows, such as Banter and Such, uh, two of our best friends, fellow D&D partners, founders of the Helios Network. Pod, Pod Daddy. Mommy and Pod, Pod Daddy. Daddy and Pod Mommy. <laughs> Mommy. Where they uh, talk about just pop culture, movies, Everything you can think of, they talk about it, talk about all that BS, uh, and we would like to thank them for putting us on. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, I think that's about it, though, guys. I think we should probably fucking wrap this shit up. So uh, I'm Puck. I'm Alex. And I'm Spencer. And as always, stay mad.